What is good, everybody? Welcome to a very special Gold Diggers podcast here on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. It is Friday. We've had some technical issues, but it's okay. We're fighting through it. Michelle Majuk is here. What's up, Michelle? Hey, hey. So now I have no idea where to look. My camera was already bad enough in my own <laughs> office, and now this whole thing is very different. So, yeah, uh, I'm having a fantastic morning, if you can't tell. Well, it's it could be a fantastic day. It could be a terrible day, depending on what ends up happening. It's Friday, March 10th. That means it's Brock Purdy surgery day. Every 49er fan is glued to Twitter with bated breath, just checking every update, every insider. When are we going to know, Michelle? I can't take it anymore. I know, and he's even having surgery in Texas. So you would think it would be an early morning surgery. I've never had a surgery in the middle of the day, right? Like they're all early morning. I don't know. How many surgeries have you had? I don't know. Only two, I guess. Yeah, I can't. You would think you want to go in the morning, right? I want the surgeon when they're fresh, when they're at their You're best. not allowed to eat or drink anything. So you definitely right. want it in the morning. So you would think it's half. I guess I don't know how long it takes to repair a UCL or put in whatever they're doing. But yeah, I just want to know. I want to know what's happening. I can't take it. It's like I've said many times, just like me applying for jobs right now. As soon as I click that apply button, I want to know immediately. I applied for a job at Yale because I live like 10 minutes away from Yale. A Damn. day later, they said, who the hell are you? No, thank you. I was fine with it. At least now I know I can move on. All what right? was the I, job at Yale for? Look, the details are not important. The important thing is they took one look at my resume and said, you do not belong here with us. Were you trying people. to be the dean or something? No, I wasn't trying to be the dean. <laughs> uh, sign me to a nine watching on Twitch. How are you at accounting? Not good. This is pretty much the only thing I can do, Michelle. This is like the limit of my skill. No, you could do a lot of things, but maybe Yale is, you know, Rory Gilmore went to Yale. That's yeah. all I know about Yale. That's, that's, All you know about Yale is the fictional character Rory Gilmore went there. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's the only reason I maybe even know the name Yale. No, I would know that by now. But definitely as a teenager, that's I'm like, oh, wow, Yale's a good school because Rory Gilmore went there. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So there is a theory that the longer we go in the day, the worse the news is going to be for the 49ers. I assume you know what a Friday bad news dump is. Yeah, they wait until about 3.30 and roll that out there. Mm -hmm. But is the NFL that concerned about it? Normally, bad news dump is like the NFL's worried about telling a bunch of people who are going to get mad. Like, I don't like if someone hears of what happens with the surgery, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, we have to wait, you know, because people are going to be angry. Oh, here we go, Michelle. We got it. Here we go. Mike Garofolo. Like Let me just double check and make sure this is a real person. It is. It's One Mike Garofolo. One minute ago, Mike Garofolo. Brock Purdy underwent successful surgery on his elbow today. Source says it was the anticipated UCL repair with the internal brace. The expectation is Purdy will begin throwing in three months and build up his strength from there. So there we go. We picked the perfect time to go live. The first bit of answers for the 49ers has dropped, and it is the best possible news they could have gotten today. Well, I was just saying it wasn't the best news, right? It's the best news for Brock Purdy, and I'm very happy for him. And it's the best news that he will be available at some point this year, and that's a, that's a great thing for the 49ers to have that backup option because we know their quarterbacks get hurt all the time. 
What I'm most worried mm-hmm. about is now they think, okay, we have our guy for week one. And I don't think you do. Like, I get it. No, months. they definitely don't. No, like six months from now is September 10th. And I know they say, well, he's fully ready to go at that six month mark. Like, I don't think so. I just, I don't see that happening. I think that's being way too positive. And he's not going to be able to have that time with his teammates, throwing with them this summer and really working on progressing from year one to year two. So if their plan is that Brock Purdy is the starter week one, this is what we're hoping for. And this is what we're planning for. I think that's, that's terrible. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to go with Trey week one, but it it changes the whole offseason now because now they know we don't need to go. They're not going to go out and get like a potential starting quarterback, right? They're not going to try for a Jacoby Brissett or anything like that because they're going to go Trey week one, maybe week two, depending on what that takes. And then we'll see if Trey's good. Maybe they keep Trey, but if not, they've got Brock ready to go. So they, they're aimed now they can aim for like whatever offseason plan they were going to go with are we worried i know we've already talked about this i am worried that brock this year is not going to look anything like he looked like last year it doesn't mean he can't come back from this and be as good as he was year one once he has more time to heal but year one we don't have great examples to compare to i know that it's like nick mullins which obviously he's much better than Nick Mullins, but Nick Mullins in his first six starts. I mean, he had a pretty decent start to his career as well. It wasn't mm-hmm. Brock pretty level, but it, he was averaging 292 passing yards per game. It wasn't as pretty as the way Purdy was doing it, but it's not like he was terrible. And with the 49ers, he was averaging nearly eight yards per attempt. He hurts his elbow had very similar injury. And I think the same exact surgery pretty much at this point, he had it late December two and a half months before Brock Purdy had his surgery. And then in 2021 preseason after a surgery. So the first time he's playing, which was from December to August. So much longer recovery period than Brock Purdy will have his 55 completion percentage, 4.4 yards per pass attempt, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Now it's with the Browns instead of the 49ers. And obviously, like I said, Purdy is better than Mullins, but elbow injuries suck. And another example is Ben Roethlisberger. Again, it's not a great example because he had more injuries to his elbow. He's much, much older. But he went from 7.6 yards per attempt in 2018, averaging 320 passing yards per game, down to 6.3 yards per attempt in 2020, Mm -hmm. right after his injury, 253 yards per game. Like, And you just saw every – the passes were completely different with Ben. It was like lobs. That's all he could do anymore. He couldn't throw deep – I I just think they're not taking into consideration how bad elbow injuries really are. And I don't think in 2023, we're going to see the Brock Purdy of 2021. That's definitely up in the air. I know the 49ers have made it seem like a foregone conclusion that everything's going to be fine. But I mean, just look at the report. The actual tweet from Mike Garofolo says he underwent successful surgery. The expectation is Purdy will begin throwing in three months and build up his strength from there. It doesn't say when he's going to be back. It doesn't say when he's going to be ready. Now, I think that's actually good because none of us really know, which is what you've just been explaining. But, you know, the Niners pitched it as he'll definitely be back in September. And now I'm thinking about it. We have no idea. It's going to be totally up in the air. But I can tell you the reaction in the comments. I mean, people are fired up, ready to go. Albert watching on YouTube. Best news for the team. Super Bowl. Here we go. We got a backup. Trey's obviously uh, being the starter. Like fans think that we're locked in. Like this is a done deal. 
And I'm not so sure that it is. I, if I had to put money on it right now, I say he starts on the pup list. He starts the season mm, on the. Do you that, call it pup or pup? I always call it pup. I call it pup. That's interesting because that almost helps Trey Lance a little bit. Because if he's on the pup list, he can't come back for I forget how many weeks it Six is. Weeks, right? Six or did they go down to four now? But whatever it is, it's a set amount of time. And so this way here, you can say to Trey, "Look, Brock is on the pup list." Don't worry about throwing interceptions because you're you're all we got at this point. That might be a nice way to kind of take some pressure off of Trey Lance a little bit. I kind of like that idea. Obviously, if he's ready and healthy and ready to go, then he wouldn't be like, I don't want him to not be available if they need him. I and I'm not trying to be a downer right now like at all. Like, this is great news. This is great news. They're going to have him at some point in 2023. As whether it be they need him to be the starter because Trey Lance didn't perform at the beginning of the year. I just hope they don't rush it. I hope they're not like this is Brock Purdy or nothing and we need him back for week one. And Mm -hmm. we expect him to be exactly the same as last year with the salvo injury. If we get him back here in week one, like I just I think with the salvo injury right away, you're you're going to have as low of a floor as you have with Trey Lance. Like he can make mistakes or not be as polished as you want and not be as accurate, but then you don't even have close to the ceiling that you would have with Trey Lance. So I'm not trying to pick here like Purdy or Lance. If Purdy finished this season and was completely healthy, I'd say go with Purdy, but that's not where we're at right now. And I just, I hope they don't make any rash decisions just because just needed the repair surgery, which was, um, you know, great news, but now it makes me nervous. So 40 days after the initial injury was when Brock had the surgery. And I, I almost think like, at least now the 49ers have some answers and it's, it's in their control really. Cause if Trey comes in and he's kicking butt and they're winning the first couple of weeks, which is also to be interesting when the schedule drops in may, who are those first two games against that could have a, a significant hand in this too. But it's almost like the Niners have all the control now, right? Because they can say, Trey, you're the guy. He comes in. He plays well. They could say, you know what, Brock? We're going with Trey. He's kicking butt. You know, heal up. Take your time. Don't rush anything, and we'll be fine. If Trey is struggling, if they start three and four again, see, that's the question, too, because they've gotten off to such slow starts. Do you have Do you have patience with Trey if the same thing happens, or do you go to Brock? But I feel like either way, the Niners have it now in their control Whereas for much of the since the NFC Championship game, nothing has been in their control. Do they have it in their control though? Do they? Because you really still don't know how long it's going to take him to recover. How much of it is in in their control, and how much do they try to push Purdy? Like, do you think they believe in Trey Lance enough to give him this opportunity to start the season and actually like allow him to be the leader this off season and say like, this is going to be the hard part because they can't say Trey, this is your team because it's a competition, but then at the same time, how is Trey Lance supposed to develop as that leader and, you know, get them, you, you would think that they'd be getting together this summer, spring, summer, and be working out together. It just becomes like, what is the locker room thoughts on this? Are they all in on Trey Lance or are they just hoping Purdy's back? There's still a lot of question marks. That's the next question for the Niners is the timeline for Brock. Cause I could see, impatience on both sides i could see the niners saying hey brock we believe in you you're the guy we want you to come back it's your job and i could also see brock like hey i can't let trade lance play and get comfortable in there he's the he's the third overall pick he's the guy they traded everything for they're gonna want to make him the man to justify the trade i can't risk that 
I got into this job on kind of a fluke because two guys got hurt. I can't let it slip away. I need to get back as soon as possible. Maybe I don't have all my arm strength back, but so what? I'm going to have to deal with it because otherwise this job is going to slip through my fingers. And I think it could, honestly, which stinks for him. As soon as this injury happened, I was like, wow, this really, really stinks for Brock Purdy. Because if Trey Lance is who we think Trey Lance can be and he mm-hmm. finally gets experience and he's good, then I don't know why you would go to Brock. And then, you know, he's pretty much your backup, but he's going to get in anyways, because when when's the last time a 49ers quarterback has stayed healthy, right? So even if he's a backup, he's going to get his chance again with the 49ers. If I'm any backup, I want to be with the 49ers. You know, you're going to get to play and show out. So he'll be fine. I just thought, I think it'd be better for him. If he were to start on the pup list, have that time to recover. Don't rush it. And then when they need you at the end of the season, like they always need their backup, you'll be ready to go and be able to show out. <laughs> and like I said on February 22nd, when I thought this was going to happen, this is not the end of the 49ers quarterback story. This is the beginning. We still have to get through. Okay. Brock had the right surgery. That's good. Now we got to get through recovery and rehab. We got to make sure he doesn't have any infections, which is very common after surgery. We got to make sure he doesn't have any setbacks. We got to see what Trey Lance is doing, how he's playing and performing and looking. This is not the end of the story. This is just the very beginning. There are still a lot of steps and things we have to get through before we actually know what's going to go on. Oh yeah. We're not going to know anything until training camp. Like, I, I don't think we're going to have really any updates from here on out. Yes, we'll get those. Oh, he started throwing. But is it the real ball? How far is he throwing? Like, we're not going to know a whole lot. And, you know, there's going to be a video up where he's able to throw. <laughs> and people are going to be so excited. But yep. every year we see that with ACL tears. You're like, oh, my God, maybe this guy's going to be ready to go. Look at him running. And then it's like, no, he's not ready to actually play in a game. And then he, they're put on the pup list most of the time with these type of big injuries the whole next season's kind of wasted and then you know after this season he should be all right because he'll have plenty of time to recover but it's just it was too short of a he got hurt in the very last game that they played in the nfc championship game it's so late in the season and then you had to wait to have the surgery it's just going to be too rushed for this year. Right. It's kind of like Odell Beckham got hurt in the Super Bowl, and now he's literally holding a workout today for teams because he's finally healthy enough to be able to do it, which we can talk about that in a minute. Mocha Frost watching on YouTube. Glad surgery news is good for Brock. Looking forward to the competition and the season. That's going to be the other question, too, right? Okay. Let's say Brock, you know, he's going to be throwing in three months. It's March now. So what's that? March, June 10th potentially he'd be able to start throwing. Let's say he starts and he's ramping up and in training camp, like he's throwing in camp. Do you think Trey Lance can beat Brock Purdy out in an open quarterback competition? I mean, if he can't, if he can't beat out a guy that's coming off elbow surgery, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's a whole other issue. And if you can't beat him out, then you can't beat him out. And, but again, I don't think Brock should be ready by week one. So I still think it has to be Trey Lance. And if you're saying, Brock's still the guy when he's fully healthy and ready to come back, then fine. If Trey Lance doesn't improve, like I get that, but like Trey Lance really should be able to beat out someone that's coming off elbow surgery and saying he's going to be able to throw on June 10th. It might be, he can throw a tennis ball. He can throw a small football. He can like, it doesn't mean he's going to be throwing the full. Right. But I mean, he'll be throwing the NFL size football by August. 
Yeah. You would think you don't know how far is that five yards? Is that 10 yards? Right. When is he able to throw it 40 yards again with full strength? Like how long is that going to take? Like being able to throw doesn't mean you can, you have the zip on it. You have the force you need. You are able to throw deep. It could just be, yeah, I'm able to throw a ball 10 feet. I am amazed. I haven't seen any tweet from the 49ers. I haven't seen any. You know, usually they love to get it out there. Successful surgery. He'll be back. Everything is good. We haven't seen that yet. I'm pretty surprised. Um, so now what does this mean for the rest of the 49ers offseason now? You, you've got to get a third quarterback because clearly you've needed one. But now, you know, do you go to like a just like a Mike White? type of player is that really where you set your sights because you're not going at the top of the market well no one's going to sign the the jacoby Brissett's, the teddy bridgewaters the sam darnold's even though i think like i would rather mike white than sam darnold just on the same playing field uh or like baker mayfield they're not going to sign there at worst they're going to want to be a quarterback too and right now for the 49ers you're going to be a quarterback three if you sign at least at this moment so I, I think like the Mike White or even, you know, one of those third round picks, if you go with Stetson Bennett, he's older, he's mature. He kind of reminds me of Brock Purdy in a way, like just a smaller dude who, you, you know, he has a fierce competitive side of him because you, you've seen him win big mm -hmm. in college. So like maybe he's an option. You just go with the draft, but you definitely need to bring in some more bodies. That's for sure. And here's the thing. The NFC is down now like you have a there is one team in the nfc that scares me one and it's the philadelphia eagles and that is it aaron Rodgers is about to be shipped out of town to go to the jets because he wants why to would you ever want to go to the afc like i don't get why aaron Rodgers would want to leave to go to the afc and have to compete with burrow and mahomes and josh allen and uh, justin Great. Herbert. like why, why i don't care who cares why the important thing is he's gonna play in new jersey next year that's what we want the cowboys they don't scare me. Nobody in the NFC South scares me. The Detroit Lions give me a break. Derek Carr and the Saints don't scare the crap out of you? The Rams are trying to get rid of every good player they've ever had, including Matthew Stafford, if you believe some of the reports out there. So if I'm the Niners, this is great news with Brock Purdy because not only does he have the potential to return this season, you have Trey Lance there, but also that's money now that you can spend elsewhere on the roster instead of having to invest it in a bigger name quarterback. Like every roster decision, it's like a Rubik's cube. I keep saying you can't just do one thing in a vacuum. It always affects everything else you can do. So now this is the time to be greedy. If you are the 49ers and if you have to, you know, push some, some things into the later cap years and maybe get yourself into a little hairy cap situation. Like I don't care. I'm tired of ending a season in the NFC championship game. Yeah. The Rams are in a little bit of trouble now. You know what? So what? They've got a Super Bowl trophy in their trophy case. And now I think the 49ers have to flip the script and adjust and, and go into free agency with that mindset. Too bad. The Rams are in the division. You can't trade for Jalen Ramsey. Cause that would I know. Be pretty sick. Uh, but James Bradbury will be a free, like there's, there's people you can add. It's not the best free agency class, but you guys also don't have a ton of money. So at the same time, they're probably working with what they're working with, but the rosters are already loaded. Right. And I, I don't think it really matters who the quarterback is next year. Is it Trey Lance? Is it Brock Purdy once he's healthy? Is it some, it could be someone we don't even know of because like who would have thought at this time last year that Brock Purdy would have been, you know, the savior of the 49er season. 
but the team is so good and you're in the NFC, like just put them right back into the NFC championship game. Like I, I already am <laughs> slotting that that's going to happen. We already know that uh, it's, and they get that. over that hurdle and win it and stop like, Stop dropping an easy interception. Stop having your quarterback get hurt and not be able to throw. Can you just make it to the Super Bowl? That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be oh, pretty win. cool. Because I guess they did just make it in 2019. That's true. Yeah. It. You've got to win it. And if they, like I said, if they have to get a little aggressive and do some crazy things, I say do it. Man. What would be your I, top move? What would be like the craziest? I mean, it's not super crazy, but like, they're not going to do it now, but I still would look into Lamar if I were the 49ers. I absolutely would. Lamar Jackson is better than Trey Lance and Brock Purdy have ever hoped of being, period, end of discussion. I got Brock Purdy truthers on my timeline trying to, you know, take screenshots of their statistics and tell me that Brock Purdy is just as good as Lamar Jackson. No, he's not. Not in any universe. Brock Purdy wears Lamar Jackson pajamas, okay? it's It's not the same. I would continue to look at that. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, especially in light of the news today, but that's the mindset the 49ers have to have. Big swings. Odell Beckham Jr. is having this, this workout today. Should the 49ers attend the workout and scout it? Absolutely. I say yes. Like, you have to uncover every stone here looking to get better. Yeah, I don't. I don't love the Odell Beckham signing. Also, like, where would he fit in? I don't know. You can I find guess. a spot for him. You he can take Ray Ray McLeod's targets, okay? Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but what is he going to sign for? No money and be okay with a couple targets a game? He's going to want to go somewhere where he can be more featured and he knows, like, like I, I don't think that's going to happen. And then also Lamar. I do love Lamar. I think he's a great talent and obviously an upgrade to Lance or Purdy and would easily be the best or second best depending on Jalen Hurts if he continues to develop and he like or he just plays at what he did this year it'd be very close race between those two in the NFC so yeah that would be great but also we're already I mean the 49ers quarterbacks get injured nonstop all the time and now we have had two years in a row where Lamar's got injured would you really want to trade everything and give him all this money and then also like what if he just keeps getting injured maybe but you know what that's what I got now. I got a bunch of quarterbacks now that keep getting injured. So at least for if cheap. I'm going ha- to, at least if I'm going to have that guy, I'd rather have him play to his ceiling. I'd rather have the possibility where he could go God mode. But also, the Ravens are kind of like the 49ers of the AFC, right? The only thing is, like, the Ravens have much harder competition, so they obviously don't get as far each year in the playoffs. <laughs> but and they're not as loaded, especially on offense. I get that. But in 2019 and 2020 with Lamar, they definitely had opportunities there to win in the playoffs. And Lamar was ungodly in the regular season. And then you go into the postseason. It's like when you make him throw, I don't, I'm not saying he can't throw. He can throw a beautiful ball. But when you stop his run game and you make him throw, it's, he's not really a winning quarterback in the postseason. So I don't know if that's the guy I want to go trade everything for. I've seen the 49ers get to a Super Bowl with a crap quarterback in the postseason. We've seen that happen. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't just bad in the playoffs. He was awful. And by the way, you could have said the same thing about Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jalen Hurts is terrible in the playoffs until this year when he got in the playoffs and he was great. Well, he so, had one playoff game and he was bad that regular season. So Lamar was MVP, unanimous MVP, and then all of a sudden fell apart. And, play- and now he's done three playoff appearances yeah. where it's just like meh. Like yeah. he, he doesn't show up at all. That's three times. He doesn't show up at all with his crap receivers and the scheme of Greg Roman. Like you give me Lamar in this scheme 
and I'll take it. But anyway, we don't have to go too far down the Lamar Jackson rabbit hole. By the way, I, I believe Lamar should get paid. I do think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and I think he should get paid. I just don't know if it's the best route for the 49ers. That's all. Rick Allen, have a good day. Making Lamar is better. How do you know? What Super Bowl has he won? Well, he was the unanimous MVP. Brock Purdy couldn't even win Offensive Rookie of the Year. So, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, But man. also, Josh Allen has never won a Super Bowl, and I would take him in point. The five. Purdy truthers are unbelievable. Look, I'm happy he's going to be back in six months, hopefully. I'm happy that this is the surgery news. Because, And I, I've said this, and I keep saying it. I don't care who starts a quarterback for the 49ers as long as the play is top notch. That's what I want. If it comes as long from, as his name's not Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> if Jimmy was capable of it, I would have been fine with that. Like I want an elite level of play at that position. If it's Brock, great. If it's Trey, great. I don't care, but it's amazing to me that people want to anoint Brock Purdy after seven starts. Jimmy Garoppolo might not get a starting job. Because we all pegged him to go to the Jets, and now if Aaron Rodgers takes that, or pegged him to go to the Saints, and it's like those top two spots for him. Now there's a lot of other teams that need a quarterback, but are they looking for Jimmy Garoppolo level quarterback? You like you might as well just suck instead of <laughs> <laughs> getting a little bit better. I'm really surprised. I haven't seen any of like the national, like Schefter or anybody chime in on this Brock Purdy news is Garofolo and nobody else. Usually it's like, Oh, I've also confirmed or they add a little twist to it. You know, we're, what are we a half hour out of the news and I haven't heard boo from anybody. Uh, well, I mean, Ian Rappaport did retweet Mike Garofolo saying sounds like good news. Yeah, that's, but that's not really, they're good. both my coworkers. So it's from the same. Company. Why couldn't you get Garofolo on? <laughs> yeah. I've never actually talked to that man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of people coming on next week, Michelle, we are going to have a very special guest on the program. How excited are you? I'm going to be a nervous wreck. I'm going to look much cuter than I am right now. I came on looking real rough today. Sorry, y'all. I don't, I don't know what happened. Technical difficulties got me all stressed. Mm -hmm. Tell people who's going to join us next week. It's going to be Kay Adams, who I've looked up to for so long. I used to watch Good Morning Football every single morning before I worked for NFL Network. And I just, uh, she's one of my idols. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be a ball of stress and awkwardness. So if you want to see someone be really awkward and probably have a super <laughs> red face because I get embarrassed easily, uh, come join us and watch because I'm sure uh, I'm going to look like a disaster. I want to take, I'm going to take a screenshot of this show and then I want to see how you show up next week. You're going to show up like <laughs> dressed up all fancy. I'll have my hair down. I'm going to have lipstick on, more makeup. Right. I get like the sweatshirt and the scrunchie. Yeah. Kay Adams is going to get like the full blow up. Oh yeah. I definitely won't be showing up like this. That's for sure. There we go. I'm looking forward to it. I've known Kay for a little while. We've worked together. We were trying to, as soon as I found out how much you admired her, I've been working on this, but she's obviously so busy all the time. But hopefully we are going to uh, get Kay on the show next week. And uh, that'll be fun. I don't even know how much I'm going to talk. I kind of just want to let you two just have at it. No, you're going to need to talk. Um, I need you there. I need you to be the buffer to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just like share all embarrassing stories about you? Um, I, I might need, oh yeah, I might hide a mimosa or something in one of these cups. <laughs> there we go. Maybe I'll, I'll pull up the mayonnaise clip and just show her that. Mm -hmm. I think yours is more embarrassing than mine. Yeah. I handled it like is. a champ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I want to get to this comment before we wrap it up. Tyler Withrow, don't waste your breath stats. There's no reasoning with so many Niner fans. They're convinced Purdy is the second coming of Joe Cool. And again, I'm not saying he's not. All I'm saying is we don't know that for sure yet. And the thing that stinks, even though this surgery news is good, that he lost a whole offseason of work, of the opportunity to get better working on your It's the most important offseason as well. From your first year to second year, that is your most important offseason. You have the entire thing. And you're supposed to be prepping to take that next step. You don't have to worry about the combat. You don't have to worry about the draft. You don't have to worry about any of that rookie crap. You have this. This is when you're supposed to make your most growth. Year one to year two. And you have the time to develop with your teammates. And he's losing pretty much all of that until mid-June if everything goes perfectly. And he's somehow right away able to throw further than 10 yards, which probably not. And Trey Lance has even talked about that in interviews that he's given this year that he knows now he has a much better idea now of what's expected of him just because he like anything you've gone through it you've you've gotten advice from the from your bosses essentially but you've you've seen where other people do like you just have more experience now and Brock doesn't have that and that stinks for the 49ers and for him it does it's just a crappy situation now Obviously, this is the best news for him. So I'm sure today he's, you know, gotten over the idea of, oh, man, I'm injured. I'm going to have to go through this like he's ready. And this is the best news he could wake up to for the surgery. So I'm happy for him. And he's going to get his chance again. If it's not week one, it doesn't mean he's never going to get to be a starter again. He will have a chance in this league again. And hopefully it's not where he's rushed, where he looks bad and then maybe never does get a chance again. Like give him that full time to recover. So when you're back on that field, you look like you did. Mm-hmm. as a rookie or maybe even better and you actually have a chance to shine again don't rush it brocky i wish i could just be his best friend or his mother did you just, just go brocky yeah brocky oh as if he doesn't have enough problems right now he's probably hopped up on painkillers now he's got you calling him brocky i'm like nine years older than him um trey lance talked about that too about how like after you had the surgery in Trey's case, it was having to have the second surgery, but like you get down, you get depressed. Nick Bosa talked about, he didn't even know if we wanted to play football anymore after his surgery. But I think like Bosa said, like once you have the procedure and then you kind of start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Cause Brock had to, he had a non fully functional elbow for 40 days. He just had to live with it, not working properly. At least now, like you said, he could kind of shift his focus a little bit and He'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. And now it's like, all right, every day I got to knock out, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, whatever exercise you have or whatever goal you want to accomplish that I feel like will help him hopefully get to where we all want him to be six months from now. I hope so. I hope he uh, has a good head on him right now. Like it, and, and by the time we start the season, like this is going to be either really close or already behind him. So like he is close there. It's not a career ender. He'll be okay. And this was good news. Happy for him. I just worried about the 49ers quarterback situation. That's all. Like we always are like, <laughs> hopefully now, how fast do we get a Trey Lance workout video? In light of this news now, right? Like, I I think in the next day or two, you're going to see, you'll see one Instagram story of Trey saying, like, hurry back, Brock, whatever. And then you're going to see the video of Trey Lance throwing to wide receivers, probably Brandon Ayuk. Or during the draft, we're going to see uh, Kirk Cousins traded to the 49ers. Trey Lance (laughs) will even be on the team. Well, that'll be, that's another thing now. The 49ers, it affects their draft picks, which we just found out yesterday. They got seven comp picks in terms of because of free agency lost and because of uh, minority coaches that were hired around the league. That is the most in the NFL. They know where they're going to be picking now. They can load up. 
Oh yeah, they're so good at their third round picks. Hey, it's yeah. not just third; they're awesome at their fifth round picks, and they got some of the. They got, I think, one uh, fifth round pick. They got three in the third. They got a, a couple seventh. They don't have the last pick in the draft this year, though. Boo. Yeah, we could talk about those third round picks they've been making under Lynch and Shanahan next next show. We'll we'll bring that in for the fun of uh, Kay Adams. There you go. Shout out to Valerie. Thank you very much for the super chat. And yes, you are 100 percent correct. Please click the like and subscribe button on the YouTube page. Gold Standard Podcast Network. We are going to be finally now moving on from some of the quarterback stuff. We're going to have much more draft coverage for you. Michelle, you got me obsessed with Sam Laporta. I know. Now now like, he had too good of a combine. It was too uh, good. So he's going to go well before the late third. I'm sorry. Uh, but maybe if they just want to trade up a bunch of these picks and go get them. But if they still have George Kittle, then they're probably not going to trade away a bunch of assets to go get a second tight end. Uh, I don't know how much longer. But now I'm all invested in Sam Laporte. I want to know where he goes. Yes. I want him to be a star. He looks so good at the combine. You've got me. Like you have this ability because I don't follow college football that closely. So I just listen to you. Like if you tell me this guy's going to be good, okay, Sam Laporta, great. I trust you. A lot of your players that you've liked in the past have ended up being good. Unfortunately, very few of them have ended up on the 49ers. But nonetheless, so now like I'm invested, and I wouldn't be shocked, Michelle, if the 49ers did try and move up to get a tight end like Laporta or maybe somebody else. Cause you can trade Kittle after next year and his cap, it's only about 9 million. So I, I wouldn't be stunned if the Niners did look at it as more than just, Oh, we we're going to trade up for a backup tight end. And having two Iowa tight ends out there yeah. together. And then he can learn from George Kittle. It would yep. be you know, he can block because he's at Iowa and that's all they do there. Like it, it'd be freakishly like a perfect little story. Yeah, but I'm sure George Kittle would be like, are you trying to take my job? Okay, we don't have to get into all that, but it would be fun. It would be fun. Yes. Uh, All right, so that's going to do it for this show. Unfortunately, I have to pick up my son from school today because he has a half day. We're going to Wendy's for lunch. He's super excited about it. Um, But it's good news for the 49ers. Brock Purdy had the UCL repair surgery with the internal brace. He'll be throwing again, hopefully, in around three months, and we'll take it from there. But that is the best possible quarterback news that the 49ers have gotten today, other than, oh, we screwed up the charts and Brock Purdy's elbow is actually fine. But other than that, it's a good day for the 49ers and their fans. True that. All right, we'll be back next week with Kay Adams. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Like and subscribe to the YouTube page, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, y'all.